just like that, they buy it. They eat it up. You pander to them, you thank them. I mean, really, people, I thought you were a little bit smarter than that. I mean, it's just so easy wow. to say the name of the city. You cheer. Hey, oh, Stephanie, you. Stephanie, you just cheer. I just, mean, just come on. Welcome to the A Show. Is this thing on? I'm back. <laughs> Welcome back to the A Show, episode 105. I am Justin, finally back from the dead, here with Meals. We are the kings of pro wrestling podcast. Meals, how the hell are you, pal? I'm all right. I'm cool. You know, uh, yeah, that's all I can say. I'm very all right. <laughs> um, I'm back. I never know how. You're back. You're 100% back. You had a nice week off from um, from programming because you were being an international boss um, in your own personal right. Uh, but you're officially back. We're back. And I feel like the show is actually back because the last couple of weeks we've just been like bouncing around, doing shows, yeah. in random places, random times. We have random things that we got going on, et cetera, et cetera. But I finally feel like we're back on the course. Yes. And we're back on track. Absolutely. We bring you guys the weekly, everything weekly that you guys desire. So, yes, I'm, I'm very happy that we're back. Yeah, I am too. Uh, of course, I've been all over two weeks in a row, really, with just so much stuff happening. This is like the first week that I've been able to just sit down and kick it and chill. And, of course, in chilling, I finally get to chill with my homeboy who's sitting next to me, Roman, the big dog himself. Wow! Currently chewing on my bandana. From Roman to Roman, this is how we do it. Yeah, we get two Romans. We get another Roman on the show. He said, "You know what? I want to see how this thing works. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna accompany you." He got bored immediately and went right to my bandana. So there you go. Well, we'll see how long this lasts until he starts barking at me. (laughs) Yeah, 100. percent But yeah, man. You know what? I want to say thank you for everyone for listening to the last episode. Oh, yeah. Thanks um, to Chris Novak and Quan. We finally got Quan on the show. Sounds great. I know, right? We need. I need more of Quan. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to figure out something else to do with Quan. Need more of Quan. Yeah, we got to figure out something to do with Quan. I think he, he was a bright, a bright spot, someone that you don't hear a lot. So, obviously, that's something that, you know, that's an attraction. He's a, he's a special attraction like a, like a Brock Lesnar or a Cain Velasquez. Uh, one of them. One of yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's one of them, depending on who you ask. Um, yeah. But yeah, one hundred percent. Also, very funny thing that's also this week. It's the two year anniversary of the first time we released a show. Oh so, my god! Yeah, yeah. You know, I think we've done so much over the past couple of weeks that I don't think we need to do the big hullabaloo type of thing. I think we can be very proud of what we did, especially with you. You going out getting those interviews and and going all the shows and getting all the special hashtag scoops. And, you know, everyone kind of doing the show and just loving the show for what it is and and all the other stuff. So I want to say thank you. It's been two years since we've been under siege. Um, The first episode. And it's so crazy. The, The landscape of wrestling itself has changed 
so much in that two years that it's like I watched Kurt that Angle, episode on Sunday. Kurt Angle was the GM when we Kurt started Angle this. The GM. Kurt Angle, listen, I watched the entire episode. First of all, it was main evented by a five on five cruiserweight match with Team Enzo versus Team, I think it was like Team Kalisto. Oh, because it was Kalisto. No. Neville was yeah, gone? Neville, Neville was, by that time, he was already disgruntled and already saw himself out. Yeah. Um, I think it was around SummerSlam he started doing that. So, yeah, it was already that. Gosh, what else was happening? Baron Corbin had hair. That was wild. <laughs> um, and, yeah, just, you know, it, it was an interesting look back. Like, it, it was an interesting look back and, like, okay, sometimes I look back at episodes and I'm like, huh, this was way more lively than um, – than it was in watching in real time. And then the kind of like, it still has that like three hour saddlebag of like, damn, we really watching that episode. Kane squash bit Finn Balor, by the way. And oh, I was yeah. just like, what is yeah. going on here? So what, what a weird, that was a weird period for Finn. He had, she had, he, he had just got back. He and just beat AJ Styles the night before. Yeah. It was so weird. It was like, but then they, but they had to keep Kane strong. Yeah, they had to keep Kane strong because he was facing Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman, yeah. It was, was, when, it was, it was when Braun and Cameron trying to kill each other, like legit. Yeah, 100%. Um, so that was an interesting time. And look how far that we've gone now. Now we're, we've uh, we got Kane Velasquez and friggin' and the Gypsy King. I forgot his name. Oh my name God, Tyson Fury. But boy, Tyson oh boy, Fury. I. I I haven't been able to really talk about a lot of a lot of things here, so th- this will be my episode to catch up. I know you probably talked about at length a lot of the stuff going on. This will be yeah. my my real first time being able to say, "Hey, this is how I feel about this and this and this." So, uh, if you were looking for my takes on stuff, this is going to be the episode for you. Yeah, let's get let's get into things. Let's get into the whole bar and see what's kind of happening here. Yeah. So uh, last week, I believe, right as you guys went to record, uh, Eric Bischoff. It was a few it was a few hours after, but yes, yeah. yes, yeah. Um, Eric Bischoff was he saw his way out or he he got the f out of uh, WWE and Bruce Pritchard re, uh, replaced him. Uh, just a couple of days ago, he on his, on his podcast, uh, which he returned to doing, <laughs> he uh, mentioned he, he, talked about, yes. he talked about <laughs> he talked about his brief uh, tenure with the company. Um, what did you like? You know, how do you feel like a week later, a week removed from it? I guess we'll talk about it when we talk about SmackDown w- without Eric Bischoff. I, I don't think there was like a big, huge change with them there. Uh, you know, for his in terms of his response to this entire thing, he gave honestly he gave the most predictable answer that you could probably give in 2019 when talking about your time with the WWE because it's he just went by the books. Oh, they're great people. You know, it just didn't work out, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but I don't really feel anything quite honestly. SmackDown's kind of been the show that it's always kind of been for quite some time. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily feel any particular difference and maybe that's an indicator of uh, how well he did. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because I didn't really, I didn't really feel anything and just kind of a week later, it's kind of like, until you actually put it on the rundown, I would say I forgot it happened, but I've already like kind of accepted it and moved on and just like, all right, well, SmackDown, SmackDown. I didn't I didn't look at SmackDown through a different lens this week and see like, oh, what are they doing different this week? Like, oh my God. I didn't look I didn't do any of that. I just accepted it for what it was and, and what it is. But what are your opinions on it, considering that you know you weren't on last week and we talked about it in length? But what what are your true opinions on it? Uh, again, I feel like the way you did. I, I was like, SmackDown was largely the same show. And I, I think I'd even tweeted it like a couple weeks ago. I was like, 
Raw feels like it's definitely Heyman's baby, and SmackDown feels like the same show we've been we've been watching all year. Like it didn't feel yeah. like there was any anything different. Anyone being put over like SmackDown is a safe show, and it's even safer in my opinion. Well, on maybe Fox. that was the problem. Yeah, maybe that was the problem. Yeah, like I, I feel like it's it's an even more like ridiculously like this is a wrestling show, and Raw feels like this is a show where it is it can be unpredictable. And you never know what's going to happen or there's going to be a lot of different like storylines happening like with Raw. Like even 100%. though it, it can be a drag at times, I, I still like I mean, this week's episode I really enjoyed. Like I, I thought I didn't it was like show. this week's episode, but <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not a, if you're I, a fan I like of matches. Fans. Yeah. If you're a fan of matches, you like this. If you're a fan of but I'll, you know what? We'll get to it when we get to it. But like, yes, I wasn't that much of a fan of Raw this week, but. Um, yeah, SmackDown didn't feel too different, and quite honestly, um, in terms of Eric Bischoff, I, I'm I don't know. People expected some sort of rowdy answer from the 64 year old Eric Bischoff, but at this point, he's a grown ass man. He's way, he's beyond a grown ass man at this point. Yeah, he knew um, what it was. He knew what it was. Yeah, that, that's he knew end. what it was. He's been in. T- I think he's been in these situations before. I think he's been on TV before. He's been let go of many other things before. Yeah, <laughs> quite honestly, like a lot. When you think of like you know. WCW, you know, him being his own executive to various shows like on CMT and like all these other things and then him being on Impact Wrestling and all this other stuff. Even WWE as a talent, he was, you know, he saw it was like, okay, let's not do this and let's get out of here. Like, I think quite honestly, this isn't a major blow to him. And I think he's going to continue sort of his things that he does, which are podcasts and, you know, producing and all these other things that he truly actually loves i don't know he said in his um the statement he's like he didn't feel like it was ever going to be a long-term thing um and i think that was purely purely by choice i don't think at his age he wants to really be sucked back into that world of these week-to-week meetings and these dread meetings and stuff like that and i just felt like he doesn't fit that mold to be honest with you and some people really don't like i don't think i would fit that mold to be honest with you i don't really want to be called in at two to be stuck at 2 a.m in connecticut coming up things for the show and then the show kind of turns out the way it turns out anyway so it's like i don't know what to say i don't know what to say uh i mean you know <clears throat> he knew what it was uh i think you know it's, yeah. it takes it takes a certain person to be able to work in that environment not everybody i mean you look at the, there's people that have been in that company for 10 years and there's people that have been in that company for one one week. And, yeah. you know, you, you you see the difference real, real uh, explicitly. And, you know, I don't got to say much more on that. But it's like, you know, you know what it is when you sign in the dotted line. And I think Eric did. And, I mean, him giving that answer, it means that, I mean, there's no hard feelings. He knows the show business. Yeah. Show yeah. business. And what he knew really yeah, said. I really think he was just like, yo, this isn't even going to last for a long time. I didn't expect three, like uh, three months, but like this was never, this was never a long-term thing. And I'm just glad for the opportunity that they gave me. It it was really, really good. Um, I would be more like irked that it didn't work out, but I would also be like, you know what? Some things just don't work out to be honest with you. It's like a Solange song. What's a, what's that Solange song? I don't know. I I don't listen to her. But uh, uh, all right. Go ahead. <laughs> wow, did that fluster you like that? I don't listen to her. No, I mean, you know, some people listen to Solange. It's just, she had a song that said, um, what was the name of the song called? Oh, it's, it's not irrelevant. It's not. Oh, some things seem to never effing work. Um, 
So yeah, I mean, some it's, things just don't seem to work. It's working for Bruce Pritchard. I say that. Do do do. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, quite honestly, I I, I would hope so. <laughs> I would this dude more... brought a gun to to work and got rehired. I mean, turn up. He did. Well, that's actually, why he got know, fired. Yeah, that's why he got fired. Oh really? Oh my god, yeah. I didn't know that. He tells the story. I think I think you can like find it floating around on Twitter somewhere. I think uh, Meltzer okay. said what actually posted it a couple of weeks ago. Oh okay, all right. I mean, yes. I mean, yeah. All <laughs> right. <a> <laughs> all right. Enough about Bischoff. Uh, today is by the way. today. <laughs> today is uh, the release of WWE 2K20. Now, if you uh, listen to our show last week, I got a, a little bit of hands-on time with the game. Uh, two weeks ago, was it two weeks ago? Yes, two weeks ago or a week ago? Was it? Yeah. I can't remember. It was a week ago, right? Yeah, you got uh, two weeks ago. Let's say two, two weeks. weeks. You got two a hands-on two weeks ago. You dropped the episode last week where you kind of talked about your experiences and et cetera like that. And you can still go listen to it on the A-Show Network. So make sure you tune into that. But yeah, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Uh, the game is out. People are hmm. not happy with the game. What is up with 2K? People weren't happy with NBA 2K. <laughs> So them not also being happy with WWE 2K is like it's way more unsettling. It's like what what's going on here? Yeah, it's it's really crazy. I don't know what's going on with them. Like it, it's like visual concepts. When I went there, and again, remember as I said on the 2K episode, there were so many content creators that were just playing the game and taking over the stations. I only got like an hour with it, and I I saw like maybe one or two glitches, but none to the level that I've been seeing on Twitter and social media today. Like I did not see any of this stuff. That's that's it's insanely. <laughs> that's insane. And, and <laughs> the, they literally the said when we were there, they literally said when we were there. Oh, if if there's a glitch, let us know about it and we'll fix it. I'm pretty sure those guys saw it, saw some of this stuff, and told them about it. But it was like, how much can they really do in two weeks to fix these types of glitches? Like, these are literal, like, game-breaking glitches. I've seen people say that they can't, um, you know, they, they, the game crashes when they change logos on created characters and stuff like that. Like, they, they took out entrances in online mode. Like, now I, I, haven't, mean, I haven't fired up my copy yet, but I'm, like, I'm very hesitant to even turn this on at this point. <sighs> I mean... And I know you don't play, but like, this no, is like this, it's this, very unsettling, this, though. This is wild. This is you know, this is wider than just gameplay stuff. There, there was a special edition of the game, the SmackDown 20 edition <clears throat> or 25 edition or something like that. And in it, you get a signed picture from Edge, and Edge will sign the you know, the, you know, they have all these guys. They pay them to sign autographs from stuff all day long. There was someone who bought it, and there was no autograph on his copy of the game that you have to pay a hundred dollars upwards of like $120 to, to buy. Now, let me tell you something. If I buy an autograph from my favorite wrestler, Edge, favorite wrestler of all time, and it is not there. We have, a, we have, a, I'm going to stop cursing on this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. But we have a problem. We just do. We just do. And it's sad that Edge himself had to go on Twitter and say, listen, I'm going to open a P.O. box. You can send your you can send your game. To, you can send whatever the picture or the game or whatever it is to my P.O. box. I will sign it and then send it back, which means Edge has to use his own postage, his yep. own, you know, his own material and all this other stuff that just not should have never happened. It's that's crazy. Yeah, um, it is, this is one of the biggest debacles of the year. 
I, on on every front, I as WWE, they have to be looking at this very disappointed. Like you know, they they license out their their likenesses and, and their IP to this company, and there's there's things like you know someone tried to change Becky Lynch's costume, and it completely like turns her into like a murderous looking skeleton because it, it it like defrags <laughs> her whole that. model. It is I saw that. It is really quite incredible how they managed to break a game that just a year ago was working fine. And from all intents and purposes, they're saying that they had to build this game back up in a year. Did no one think that they should have given them another year to do this? You really want to wait two years for WWE 2K? I, we could have, I think that if they were to do that and at least give us like a patch of 2K19, I think me, Mark, and Cyrus could have played that for another year. <clears throat> I really think we could have. Granted, the characters will be up- updated, but is the money worth it? Like, is, is it really worth it? Actually, you know what? Let me not answer that. This is 2K we're talking about. This is, the, this is a company that put slot machines in NBA 2K, a game that's rated E for children. <laughs> slot <laughs> machines. Freaking slot machines. Like, 2K20, and mind you, a lot of these things, like, you know, me and Mark have been, we're, we've been on it. Like, we even we said, like, we're, we're wondering why there hasn't been any type of announcements, any type of gameplay footage. We're wondering what was going on. And then we we see what, what's been happening with the game. And it's like, yeah, this is why they weren't saying anything about it. Like, the whole line at the, at the, at the press event was they blamed it on Ukes. Who, who develops the game. And I was just like, this is like far reaching than just you. Like, this is like basic game stuff. And it's like, I know they wanted sympathy. And I do sympathize with the people that have been working with long hours on this game. But like the graphics are not acceptable here either. Like Mark turned it on already. He, he, he told me like, yo, the graphics are really like a downgrade. And I was like, yeah, like some of the models look okay. Like I thought Matt Riddle looked fine. But then like the rest of the people, they just didn't. Like Io Shirai still looks embarrassing in the game. Like I'm like, you couldn't fix her up? She's got a lot of moves in the game. Mm. They they put stuff like Hogan's whole move set behind DLC, like his comeback. There's a, there's a mechanic called the comeback where you can do mm-hmm. the whole comeback. You have to pay to get it. That's whack. It's really it's crazy. Like, I mean, all, really of it, all of it seems pretty. All of it seems pretty terrible, to be honest with you. Yeah, I think this is, I think this is a point where WWE has to kind of step their foot in. It's like, listen, what are we doing here? What are we really paying for you guys for? And and how do we sort of make the situation better? Um, a lot of things probably have gone down behind the scenes of this game, and there's there should be no, and 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 the fact is is like they probably knew that this was gonna happen, but you have to release a game because you have a set date and people pay and et cetera, et cetera, and all this other things. For, it's like for this to happen, I'm sure it won't happen next year. But if, I don't know. Um, well, I don't even know how long the contract is. Like, 2K I'm sure has- they decided this year was a bust. Oh <laughs> I'm yeah, sure. I'm sure they collectively like decided like probably a month ago that this year is just like it's just not going to be good. <laughs> not at all. Just just terrible. I'll I'll give more updated impressions. I, I have it uh, downloading right now, and. uh I'll I'll see what we can do. I'll see what me and Mark can cook up. But I mean, as far as just like even online, we don't even get entrances. Like that's to me, that's the breaking point for me. Like that's the most simple thing you could do is put an entrance in the in, in the online mode. You don't even get belts in that mode. Like why why would, the matches just start? Meals, it's weird. <laughs> they just <laughs> start. <laughs> that's so that crazy. sucks. Uh, that sucks. 
Enough about 2K. We, we have another tragedy, a real tragedy here that, that, that has nothing to do with 2K, but does have something to do with one of the WWE's uh, biggest content creators and, and one of you know the best pals in wrestling right now. Xavier Woods suffered an Achilles tear during the WWE's tour of Australia over the weekend. Uh, during a match with the New Day versus the Revival, Xavier went down with the injury. He later confirmed it. Uh, he actually confirmed it today, but uh, com- kind of confirmed it yesterday or, or um, like late yesterday. And uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's said to be out at least nine months. That is terrible. <laughs> yeah. I mean, from a gamer standpoint, I'm sure he's going to have a blast over these next nine months. But from an in-ring oh, standpoint... Oh, he's playing, he's playing everything. He's playing everything. Oh, he's playing... Oh, up, up, down is going to be turnt. But <laughs> from a... From a performer standpoint, oh my god! Especially what it means for the new day. Like, what really does it mean for the new day? I don't think, and it's weird in terms of the run that they've had for legitimately the last five years. I don't think any of them have seen significant time off. I mean, there was a time that Kofi Kingston was injured a couple of years back, but he was out for Big like a e earlier weeks. this year. Big E was yeah, Big E year. was out for a month, month and a half, two months, but not nine months. That's a lot of. Them hip swivels ain't gonna hit the same if three of them ain't there. Yeah, I this makes me wonder creatively do you go straight back to Kofi um, going for the title again? Because it was clear that it seemed like they were putting them in a, in a, in a tag team role to get over people like uh, Heavy Machinery. Yeah. And I mean, now if, it, it puts it in question for me. I'm thinking, yeah, I mean, I felt like in the plan. At least for now, it's just like okay, let's uh, let's 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 figure out how, how we're what we're gonna do with Kofi. I mean, it's the end of the year; we can figure out something. But now it feels like if it's just Biggie and Kofi, it's a tag team, right? Like it, that's what I'm thinking. Like it's that, just now that can't be what we But yeah, no, obviously not. But it's <laughs> like. What do you do with it? Do you have them both do simultaneous singles runs? I mean, that could work, but it's really probably their best bet. It's still in a tag team, especially the Baron Wasteland that is tag teams currently in the WWE. Um, I don't know. This throws a wrench into sort of everything. I think they're going to sit back and try to figure out what to do with it. Um, usually in these situations, when one partner goes down, they shut the entire team down. Yeah, they're, they're not on TV at all. <laughs> yeah, they shut the entire team down. But considering New Day makes so much money and does all these other things, I doubt that's actually going to happen. But, yeah, it's it's way more questions in terms of what you do. All I can say is get well soon. Um, Xavier Woods, I'm sure up, up, down, down will be turned. Um, and I'm sure every game will not, you know, will be played. And, you know, all types Speaking of things will happen. But, here's to a speedy yeah, recovery from Here's to speedy recovery, for real. Oh, my God. Um, did you watch the Impact pay-per-view? Do you even know what pay-per-view it, is, it was? It was Bound for Glory. Okay. No, I didn't watch it. <laughs> I saw Ken Shamrock. You know what? Here's what we can do. Let's, uh, uh let me run the down. Let me, yeah, let me run down the results and see if anything catches your eye. All right. Um, okay. This is 2009, Bound for Glory. Um, Wow. In a dark match, Madison Rain defeated Shotzi Blackheart. As we know, Shotzi coming to the WWE. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually weird. But <laughs> okay. Nice. Well, she probably um, had to finish up our commitments, so makes sense. 
I mean, I feel like I don't know if Pac needs a commitment. He could just kind of leave. I mean, Rob Van Dam showed up the next day on Raw for no <laughs> reason. Um, I feel like you just say, like, yo, I'll pick up my check <laughs> at the end of the month. Um, see you guys. You know, what? I'm gonna see up the dark match. Um, first match, Eddie Edwards won a bound for gold gauntlet match where the winner could choose any championship match of their choice. So Eddie Edwards won. Um cool. <laughs> yeah. The you know, Tia Impact really loves to do the choose any championship match if you want and then or, or get fired. <laughs> Yeah, or get fired. <laughs> for real. <laughs> for real. Um, getting fired for real. People are legitimately getting fired for real. That's so fucked up. Um, I need to stop cursing on the show. Um, Taya Valkyrie defeated Tennille Dashwood for the Impact Knockouts Championship. Um, Tennille in Impact now. She is she has legitimately hit every major business on earth and sort of her run post WWE, which I really do think really ends up with her back in the WWE at some point. You know what I got to say to that? Cool. What's up? <laughs> What's the cool. next match? <laughs> um, the North, which consists of Ethan page and Josh Alexander defeated Rich Swan and Willie Mack and <laughs> Rhino and Rob Van Dam. Okay. We're really still doing ECW in 2019. Cool. That is insane. The North, the North, though, they won. Um, singles match, Michael Elgin defeated Maru Fuji. I heard that was a good match. I did hear that was a good minutes. match. Yeah, Michael Elgin, good guy. Good I guy. heard they also misspelled Maru Fuji's name. I don't, I'm not surprised. <laughs> they call him Maru Fuji. They call him Maru Fuji. <laughs> if you watch all the old Raw things of Jim Ross pronouncing all the Japanese wrestlers' names wrong, just look at Raw in 1997. That's pretty much how it is. And maybe like AEW in 2019. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> um, let's see. Ace Austin defeated Jake Christ, Tessa Blanchard, Daga, and AC Romero in an intergender ladder match for the Impact X Division Championship. Now, they're really going to, you know, to the town. Tessa Blanchard is really getting sort of all these opportunities in these intergender situations. Yeah, but really they keep... up her resume. No, well, they keep beating her, so... What's the point? Like, they were, she, was, here? she was hot. She was hot going into, into this match, from what I know. But um, I know a lot of people were upset that they beat her here, and, and I don't blame them. Like, I think that Tessa doing intergender and being the only person in, in the whole uh, company that's doing it is, is a, a major thing. As uh, Roman jumps on my back, um, I think that it, it's really crazy that they can't really seem to figure out what they're going to do with her next and it makes me feel like she's not long for the company if they keep putting you know beating her in these types of situations this is true yeah i mean quite honestly probably not um roman's tired of his impact review already all right all right all right roman we're almost there um moose defeated ken shamrock in a singles match how long did this go 10 minutes that's about four minutes too long yeah no i'm about to say eight minutes too long (laughs) Good Lord. Imagine this happening. Do you think Ken Shamrock eventually gets into WWE Hall of Fame? He has to, right? Absolutely. He was like a two or three time Intercontinental Champion or something like that. Yeah, I think it's time to be, you know, just their obsession with MMA. Their obsession with MMA. He should have already been there already. Yeah. Kane is going to get in. (laughs) Brock is for sure going to get in multiple times. (laughs) Oh, yeah. 
Brock is just getting in 2003 Brock and then like 2014 Brock. Like, <laughs> like low key, low key, and I'm not even capping about this. Brock is probably going to get a statue, and I'm not going to be mad when it happens. <laughs> I'm, it's I'm just so going to be him Vince, holding both belts over yes, John Cena. Vince loves Brock. Like it's going to happen. I agree. I mean, yes. Even when Brock spits in his face, he's like, I'm sorry, bro. Like, he's just, he loves Brock. Here's here's, here's, uh, 60 racks. I love you. (laughs) I know, right? Oh, that's the love I need. Um, And in the main event, Brian Cage, the champion, defeated Sammy Callahan in a no disqualification match for the Impact World Heavyweight Championship. Um, I'm cool with that. And Sammy, yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah. I mean, I don't like Sammy Callahan. I think that he's he's like, nah, I don't, yeah, he's not good. I, I don't even think he's overrated. I think he's just he's rated, he's just rated in, <laughs> inappropriately. I think he's just rated inappropriately at this point. I don't even know. Um, Sammy, Callahan sure fan, like, Sammy Callahan fans still listen to Stained. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh my god. Semi Callahan fans are suing Juice World right now. That's oh, what they're doing. Man. Yellow card. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Roman, are you a fan of Semi Callahan? Stop attacking me. Roman's a fan. Maybe. He's a fan. He's a fan. All right. What else right. we got next? Uh, I, I really, you know, I don't want to say this too. I think I just want to put a moratorium on the all, all ratings talk. Sure. It's, it's, where is it getting us? Like what? We're like um, okay, SmackDown goes down to two million viewers. That was the last thing I had here, and I, I kind of like I didn't finish the rest of my points and the notes here because I was just like, uh, where where do we get from ratings talk at this point? Like, okay, this is what we've proven. Raw is going to continue to get what Raw gets. Doesn't matter. USA paid handsomely for that because they know Raw is going to produce two million in a day where they can't get two million if at all with any show that they do. SmackDown with the 2 million, and I said, you know what? SmackDown got the same amount of viewers that Raw got, which means that there are, it, there are approximately at least 3 million fans, if you count AEW, NXT, 3.4 or something million fans that will literally watch wrestling on any day of the week. You're not going to gain new fans. I think Fox knows that. I think Fox is fine with what they do. Like, like A lot of people are like, Fox can't be happy with that as Fox p- gives WWE another show, and they're giving them an hour-long special this weekend. I don't think oh, they did can. this show air today? I think it airs Friday or Saturday. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. it's like there's no way Fox didn't know that they were going to get these many numbers. I think Fox absolutely loves what they're doing with, with, with WWE right now. I've never seen a yeah. company or a network show this much love to anything, like ever. Yeah, like, I'll I say mean, that. Just, just look at the way that they've even teamed up with their mortal enemy, Universal, NBC Universal, and the USA Network over the I past know, couple right? weeks. <laughs> so, yeah. SmackDown went down to, what, like a 2-8 or something last week, and I was like, damn, that's crazy. But it's Friday. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what, I mean, I've said that since the beginning, that Friday is a death slot, and I don't know how many fans you're going to keep, actually, on a Friday night. Friday night is the end of the week. A yeah. Tuesday night, you feel like something's happening in your middle of the week, and you're something to tune into, and then you got some other stuff that can do some fallout. Friday is the end. This is yeah. the last show that airs <laughs> this week, in my opinion, in my right. brain, and everything like that. So... 
and and then it actually probably when basketball starts back up, which it has, um, it might even go down even more depending on the game that's on. But yeah, Friday nights is the death slot. It's not really going to do much, to be honest with you. I think yeah. ratings have just been become a point of um, contention. It, it's really just a news point for publications that really want to report something and try to analyze it beyond their actual scope of analyzing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a, but, but I, mean, I, I hate that they're framing this as a failure. Getting a billion dollars is not a failure. No, $2 billion. $2 so. billion is, is, is not a failure. I giving, getting new programming is not a failure. Fox sees this as a long game, the same way that USA does. It is a long game. I think there's going to be weeks where you're going to be able to get three million, and I think there's going to be weeks where where they'll do two point eight, and that's completely fine. I'm I'm pretty sure that they're fine with that. If I mean, you put Hogan or Flair on the show or something like that, it's it's going to go up to three, you know, just on the virtue that it's network television. But it's like I all of the the rating break the 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 age breakdowns. I don't think we've talked about that yet, like how they're breaking yeah. down the ages and AEW gets young fans and WWE, their, their fans are in their fifties or something like that. And it's like, okay, <laughs> like what, what does that have to do with the show we're watching? You know, like let's, let's talk about the show that we're watching. I, I'm just tired. Like, and that goes for NXT and AEW too. Like we're, we're for sure not learning anything from those two shows at all. Other than oh, yeah, yeah. the meteoric fall of both of them. There is no war. Going yeah. On. yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah. At this point. Yeah. I would say so. I don't think we're learning anything from the ratings this far. I think, uh, especially on Wednesday nights, is too early. SmackDown is kind of too early. Um, Raw is just going to be consistent ratings. I really don't think we're. I think we're digging too much into what's happening here because none of this has been a prolonged sort of view. And I don't think we're learning anything. And I think honestly, they're going to continue to drop either way, just like they have been over the last fifteen years. So yeah, it, no um, one watches TV. Like it's a yeah, it's no a, one watches it. it. It's a miracle that I even watch Raw or not Raw, but uh, SmackDown on Fridays. Like Monday is a wrestling day, period, for everyone. Monday has always been a wrestling day. Friday is not a wrestling day. Wednesday, I hate to say it, is not a wrestling day. Tuesday actually might be a wrestling day. Like you might actually be able to put, pop a number on Tuesday. Like SmackDown was getting two million consistently on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. I don't like, and, and again, like it's a Fox move. Like Fox wanted them on Fridays, and that's what they got. Why would they be upset at the ratings they're getting here? Yeah, this is true. In that this slot. They had nothing there. It's, this is true. It is, it is literally, it, it's, it, you know, it's boggling my mind, the, the, the amount of takes that are happening. It's not even as good as it was in 1997 and 98. It wasn't yeah. even like popping. Like, there's, there's nothing going on here. There's nothing really to, to, to glean. It, this isn't like a, ratings don't matter. It's like, no, like, they dead ass. They're not proving anything. They're both falling. Like, which show do you like more? That's all that matters. That's, anyway. That's all that matters. I, I got a, I got a question for you. What's up? Yo, you think CM Punk is coming back? He's changed it's, his tone dramatically. No, no almost literally a <laughs> one <Completely. laughs> He's changed he's changed his tone dramatically. There like was a, it's, there was an interview today where he said, I'm open to coming back. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> In August, you said you you kind of weren't. Yeah, not only in, I mean, in August, July, a year ago, two years ago, a year ago, two years ago, all of it, five years ago. I mean, then then he said today on Twitter, I never said not to ask me wrestling questions. 
What are you talking about? What a listen. If he comes back, I feel like the check. Is, I feel like the check has been cut, or he's negotiating for a check. He's 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 definitely negotiating. Um, here's what I'll say. I think honestly, I don't want to see you doing anything else. <laughs> if you come back to wrestling, I'm here for it. Um, but honestly, I don't want to see you do anything else. So stop embarrassing yourself and just come back to wrestling. And not to say that you're forced to, but it's just like. One is way better than the other, and you're you've you've proven that you're really good at this wrestling thing, and not so good at other stuff. Even um, if it's the even if it's the commentary angle, I think we'd appreciate that. Yeah. It, even if it's for you to come on to the show and tell people stop chanting my name, there are people that work really hard on this show every single week on on every single wrestling organization. Stop doing it. Well, actually, he's done that. He did that in August. Actually, he said he told he told people stop chanting my name. He's done a whole bunch of other things since August, and now it's October, and it's a little bit different too. And so, um, I'll say, listen, let's 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 stay tuned. We might have to do hashtag CM Punk Watch. You know what? Uh, what yeah, I think we. I think you know what? Let's start it next week. Yeah, CM Punk let's Watch. Um, hashtag CM Punk Watch. Uh, I think that if they were to bring Punk back, they would. I think they would try and leverage it. I think they would save that raw appearance or SmackDown appearance on a day where AEW's feeling froggy. <laughs> you know, there were people saying that, that TNT should look into Mondays. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Stick to the rivers and lakes that you're used to <laughs> as one group, as one legendary group that you said. And I was like, like, you don't even... You ain't seen Miss Mickey Man pull out tricks and stunts until you start until you say the word Monday. <laughs> he blows something up, I'll tell you that. <laughs> he will say Monday, huh? <laughs> <laughs> he will have CM Punk facing the ultimate warrior. Don't ask me how. He'll just do Don't it. Ask me. You just do it. You just do it. Um shut you your whole will. organization down. Um That's right. Let's get into the backwards week in wrestling. Yes. So now we start Friday, with SmackDown. Monday. We now start with SmackDown, correct? Am I doing it right? Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's been working out pretty well. So I'm yeah. not actually mad at this at all. So uh, Friday Night SmackDown from uh, Friday. Bailey's got a new attitude and a new number one contender. How did you feel about the Bailey segment with Sasha Banks saying nothing <laughs> on Miss TV? Sasha Banks looked great. That's all I'll say. She looked uh, great for someone that's injured. Uh, she looked great. She's, I mean... If that's injured, I'd hate to see it. You know what? Let me stop. Wow. Um, horn man, horn Bailey. man. <laughs> um, Bailey. I'm, I'm halfway the, there. I love the substitute teacher vibe I get from her. I'm halfway there. I'm halfway there. I am really am halfway there. I feel like the hair still doesn't do it for me, but the uh, the the commitment, I guess – to the actual heel thing, yeah, kind of, but it's. I think it's it's still going to take me a few, couple months. I think she hasn't really got in it. I think by Survivor Series, we'll be in, deep in the throes of things. I like her. I like the way she comes out. You know, I like I like her entrance. I like the the song. I didn't like it in live. I couldn't really hear it, but uh, I, I like this. I really do dig the, the way that she she kind of carries herself as far as the way she comes mm-hmm. out. Like it's a complete different look and i've never seen like she's committed completely and fully and i really appreciate that 
Yeah, the theme sucks though. I mean, the the new theme guy, not a fan. Get TFO back on the phone. They was putting out some trash too, though. They, nah, not the levels of not the level of generic rock trash that this guy is putting out. I I'm, we're back right in two thousand five, but yes, I mean, you know what? Bailey's new tune, I'm into it, um, but I'm not fully sold on it. Yeah, yeah I'm. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm halfway. I'm. We need. We need more time. We need more time. I think. I, I think before I can give any sort of bad critiques, good critiques, I would say that we need more time. Right. Uh, there was a six. But pack the Miz was getting extra spicy. Miz was spicy. Yeah, I, I, I didn't like what he said about her looks. <laughs> I did. <laughs> um, uh, messy meals. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Messy meals. Messy Miz. It's a. It's a match made in heaven. Quite honestly. But yes. Uh, you know, he was getting really sp- – he wanted to bring it out of her. You know that's what Miz was doing, right? Like, he was trying to get under her skin to really get the best out of her because the Miz is just a humanitarian in that sort of way, you know? No. Remember how he did it to AJ Styles when AJ Styles did his first promo and he was really digging under the skin of AJ Styles and AJ all right, Styles – All right, this isn't a really Miz good. segment. This is not a Miz okay. segment. This isn't a Miz segment. All right, all right, all right. I'm just letting you know that Miz and Miz and ba- Miz was trying to get the best out of Bailey. I'm just letting you know. All right. Uh, there was a six pack challenge with all the women on SmackDown. Um, yeah, <laughs> it was a match, and a, and a, in a, a match. in a show of matches, which is you know, what? How do you feel about the WWE's uh, strategy of you know what? Let's just drown them with matches. <laughs> like every you show, got nothing else people, going on. You got nothing else going on. Let's drown them with matches. I'm I'm a guy that likes matches, so I really appreciate the matches. But what about you? Um, I'm I'm okay on them. Um, the thing is, and I'll say this about both shows because I didn't particularly like both shows. Um, things need to happen, though. Like you know, like just things need to happen when you have these. I, I, I just give me something that happens. All this seemed to be. All the shows seemed to kind of be treading water, and um, that's kind of what I didn't like about it. But we were just having matches for the sake of having matches. But we did get a new number one contender. Number one contender is Nikki Cross, which probably is the best pick out of those lot of women. But I was looking for them. To, I was looking for them to surprise me. I, I, you know what? I thought Carmella would have probably been good too. Carmella would have been a good like. Let's get her out the paint really early and sort of a. A, a SmackDown Natalia kind of role of like, we were best friends. What happened to you? And yeah, like but they like completely made they, they completely made that up a month ago, and I was like, all right, I, we've never seen that <laughs> on screen. We've never seen it on TV, yeah. But they were friends. They were friends in NXT for a long time. Uh, I, I'm cool with it. I think it'll be a good match whenever it happens. I would imagine it would happen before Survivor Series on on a on a episode of SmackDown. They'd have to fill yeah. out that show pretty pretty big with. Um, with matches, I do love one thing I do like about SmackDown. I don't think I've had like a really good uh, period of talking about this show on this show. On, on this show at least, mm-hmm. I, I do think it's the safe show uh, right now. It's really safe, even as far as how they present people. But I do love the the different um, production changes. Did you notice there's no shaky cam when they hit people anymore? Yeah, I mean, I like all that stuff too. I don't know. It's just. Yeah, so you like it. Just say you like it. I I don't know if I like it. It's you just said Friday. you liked it. It's Friday. Uh, I don't, that, doesn't still... make sense. that doesn't make sense. I'm going to ignore that. Uh, okay. the, All right. All right. the next sure. point, that literally, you literally just said I, it's Friday, so I don't like the new production. I'm trying to talk about the production. You're talking about Friday. 
The production is really good. The production is really good. Like the camera cuts, they're they're trying new things. I'm I'm noticing it week over week because I, I like. I'm, no, I'm noticing it week over week. In the past uh, two weeks, I've seen I've been able to see the show, but then I then I'll go back and, and watch it, and I notice the little flourishes like that we don't see, like the uh, the virtual title cards that they put up when the, when the matches are about to start. It does right. feel different from Raw. I will say that. Yeah, yeah, I will say that. I would say that. Um, so the match that started it all off this week was the big dog meeting the king of strong style, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Roman Reigns in a match that I really do wish just had some type of finish other than what they gave us. Cause they were really going off in this match. You know what? I actually didn't see that match cause I came home late because guess what? It's a Friday. Um, how did you not see it on, on YouTube? I, I forgot. <laughs> Bruh. And then I saw that you know what you know what made me not go back because they had the tag match later in the night and I was just like oh this is what we're doing so that first part didn't matter <laughs> that's essentially match. what it broke I, it's Roman and Shinsuke I would hope so um, but the fact that they made it a tag match later on I was just like oh that first stuff didn't matter to me that's how it kind of runs in my mind but the tag match was great yeah it, it, it they, was kind of a little close. They come a little close to the TV time now that it ends at 9.56 instead of 10 o'clock. Um, they need to fix that, by the way. I dig that. <laughs> they, no, nah, they need to fix that. They need to fix that. I don't think they can. Because, <laughs> you know, you got to have the news lead. The, the news leader has, has to go in that way. So, Listen, SmackDown back in the day, it was it ended right at 10. I got UPN 9 News with Brenda Blackman immediately you know- after. You know there could there could ever there could never be an overrun for SmackDown like it has to end at that time every time now. I guess this is the safety. Hey man, a billion dollars for like two hours is like that's a jug, low key. That's a, <laughs> that's a joke. <laughs> Give me a billion dollars and have me and Mills make the A show for five years for a billion. We'd have Pyro just to to intro hot takes. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, we'd have Pyro to intro SmackDown. Like we would have Listen, so much. We might have YG. <laughs> we might have YG show. Full license, full license thriller music on the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Um, yeah, the, I, I like Roman and, and Brian as a team here. I, I think that all of the fears or hopes that he's going to turn on Roman, I don't think they're going to happen. It looks as seems as though Fox wants Brian as a face, and I think they're getting it. I mean, I do too. So here we are. Yeah, I, I dig it's, it. it's good. It's good. It's good. He works I, better I, both ways. I also dig Baron Nakamura and Sammy as a tandem here. I think they they all work better here. I think that you could actually get some real good heel heat on Nakamura, which um, I don't think he struggled to have it. I think people have struggled to care about his heel turn, and I yeah. think now I think now they do. Yeah, I don't think people want him as a heel. To be honest with you, I really don't think so anymore. I think that's kind of the thing. I hope they eventually turn him on Sammy, but I think that people would rather adore him as a face at this point. I don't think the heel thing has worked. Um, the heel thing usually comes with sort of a, a lot of promos. They've kind of realized that that's not going to happen, so they paired him with Sammy. But the combination with him and Sammy doesn't appear to be as natural as they think. And then also, it's kind of like, well, why isn't Sammy Zayn wrestling? So I think it. it I think eventually they turn him face. I, I would hope so, because to me, the heel thing, it's like it's cool. It's kind of badass. But then also at some points, it's like it's not. And I don't think it's really holding up very, very well in terms of just like 
the career arc of Shinsuke Nakamura. He's not on TV anymore. He's not really moving anything, the needle much anymore. He's just having really good matches when he's on, which is fantastic. But yeah, I think we need a, we need, they need to figure either figure something out to sort of push that needle a little bit more, or they just need to turn him face. I agree. I think I do think Sammy Nakamura on on the main roster stage, they can recreate a quarter of the magic that they've had, um, in NXT. On yeah, then I, I I'm all I'm all for it. I'm definitely all for it. Um, Shorty G. Chad Gable, he sets the record straight in a really good promo. I, I mean, a lot of people were upset. I don't know why that they're so upset about this. His name is Shorty G. So what? It's, Dolph it's Ziggler. Gonna Dolph no, Ziggler. It's going to get over. It's going to get over. It's already getting over. It's, it's already going to get over. People were clapping at the B team. Like, relax. Like, Shorty yeah. G will be fine. Dolph uh, Ziggler is a name of a person on this roster. <laughs> everyone has just accepted it for the last decade. His name is Dolph Ziggler. Uh, a man called The Miz is a... Well, all right. First of all, that's his real name. It's the Mike Mazanin. Come on. That is it's not the... his real name, Mills. Mike Mazanin is totally his real name. Is Mil- what, what a minute. Is Mills a take on Miz? No. No, it's not. Are you Miz sure? existed before Miz. 100%. Okay. okay. 100%. I mean, I, I I don't I'm not super upset about this. I think he's getting over. I think everyone wants Chad Gable to be used. He's finally being used, and they have to, in order for him to be used, they have to give him a character other than I just wrestle. He's not on NXT. <laughs> like NXT has a lot of guys that are I just wrestle, and that's fine for that show. But we're on Fox now. You, you gotta you gotta have a you gotta have a, a you know actual character. So I'm cool with that. I Remember guarantee what? the name will get over. I, it's, it already is, man. It, it already is. I think people are digging it. Um, one thing I didn't like about SmackDown, why did they do Drew? Like, what was the Drew Gulak thing all about? Drew Gulak isn't, I don't know if you know this, Drew Gulak isn't a guy. It doesn't appear that he's going to be a guy for quite some time. If at all. He, he'll he'll build, I think, yeah, if at all. Um, I think he'll get a prominent role from time to time. But I don't think he'll end up being a guy. So for them to do what they did with him, it doesn't surprise me. Um, they even there are back, better they, ways. They brought back the PowerPoint, which he hasn't done in like a year. That's good because, quite honestly, that gets he's going to bring back right to center in 2020. He's going to be the head of it. He's going to do that. I want to see Drew and Brian against each other. Oh my God! Wouldn't write to censor rock in 2020. Oh, they could. They could. What would they be? Fox. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> right to censor. Censor all the Fox shows and and then all this other stuff. And I don't know. I guess it's PG era, so there's not much to censor. But I'm sure they could find some stuff. So they had Drew. Um, they could beat. be triggered. Oh my God! They could be oh, like. God. They, they could be like the annoying take on society are you, are you, right now. Are you cancel, ins- right to are you, cancel. Are you pitching an right insult gimmicks for Drew? Right to cancel. Right to cancel. Right to cancel. Write that down. Right to cancel. No, well, no. Cancel well, culture. Some people are gonna people are gonna take that now because you just said it on air. Cancel culture. Remember where you heard it first. Not on that other A show podcast either. The, the oh. <laughs> <laughs> Spicy Mills. I snuck it in at 50 we're minutes. Getting, we're getting everybody. Yeah, they're not gonna, they'll never see this. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never see this one. 
They'll never see it coming. Um, do you care about this Braun Tyson Fury thing? I, I really don't. No. no I, was at the press, I was at the press conference, and I've never heard a – I heard a, a roach fart when that scene <laughs> that whole thing was going on. <laughs> No, oh, I'm man. not excited in in either of the programs. We're gonna get into the other program, but yeah, I'm not excited. Oh yeah, we're gonna get crossover crossover appeal programs. We're gonna get into that program. Um, before I before we uh, before we go here on SmackDown, where, where do you think SmackDown's gonna go under the lead of uh, Bruce Pritchard? Are, are we gonna are we gonna start seeing a lot more vignettes? Like Bruce has very much the this is WWE now roster. While Paul Heyman has the, these are the freaks and wild people of this WWE. <laughs> Paul got the Viking um, Raiders and Aleister Black. Uh, Heyman got yeah. the New Day and <laughs> Heavy Machinery. I think Pritchard has got his work cut out for him. Yeah, this Smackdown. roster, this roster is very much Saturday Night All Stars or Saturday Morning Smash or whatever. <laughs> like, Dana Brooke is there. Yeah, and she was and she wrestled actively it's definitely going to be like the cleaner show of the two i i would love to see where smackdown is in six months and if fox will even allow bruce to do not even the raunch i'm not even looking for a raunch i'm just looking at you know are they going to be able to have him do because they, like they said they wanted like a, yeah like a, like a big program that has the show you know, with, with, on the show <laughs> would the aj styles wendy program work on fox like i don't know if that would work on fox i don't know the 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 champ isn't cute on the show. There's not a big thing. We're always going to have their champ forever now, but SmackDown, now they have to go through the thing of the champ not being there weekly. So it's kind of like, where's the direction? What are we building? Who's the next guy? Who's the next contender? When people are like, oh, you know, Roman's just an upper mid-carder. I was just like, yeah. But also, like, it's kind of true because it's like, well, where's the main event scene on the show, to be honest with you? like He's not treated as such. I think I he's know, there. He's like, there where's default. the main event scene? Like, there's not a main event scene on SmackDown. Like, well, there is. Well, on, do you think they're going to get the there belt? Isn't one on Raw either. Yeah. Do you think they're going to get the belt? What, what do you mean? Seth I, I, I think I think Raw clearly defined what the upper tier and the bottom tier, or the not bottom, but the upper mid tier is now. The upper mid tier okay. is all the people in that that Team Flair Team Hogan match. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. all the McCarters in that match. By the way, Flair and Hogan. Oh, by the way, SmackDown this week on Fox Sports One. So, yeah, good luck finding that. Yeah, good luck. Uh, uh, th- you know, you know why I didn't want to talk about the ratings because things like that are going to start happening. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Let's let's go over to Raw. Let's go yeah. over to Raw. Will they not be preempted by the Westminster Dog Show anymore? Uh, no women because they were all in Australia this week uh, on the yeah. Australian tour. I would imagine. From the way that the matches looked, it looked like they were wrapping up storylines from when they were on their other brands because they had Bailey uh, Charlotte on that uh, card as well. Yeah, yeah, I, I saw it. They had they had all the cool you know people over on that show. So yeah, yeah they I, had uh, they uh, they apparently had the the Kabuki Warriors as faces <laughs> facing the Iconics too. <laughs> it's, it's like they were just wrapping up all of the, all of the programs that they had before before Australia they had doesn't the, matter. Yeah, they, it doesn't matter. Uh, but yeah, no women here. I, I don't know why people were acting like they didn't know why this was happening. Becky was at a ESPN forum. I think that any time that you can say we had our the women were on the show because they were all actually entertaining people and making our company look good. Mm-hmm. I think that's a solid way to say it. I don't think that it's a good idea that they didn't have any type of representation, not even like a vignette or a video package. But you know, Zelina was there, and then Lana was screaming at something. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I 
but it was a good, like I said, it's a good night if you like wrestling. Uh, you have Dr- Dr- Ricochet versus Drew McIntyre, who ended up being the last member of Team Flair. Flair was off a pack on Monday night. I think he's supposed to be a heel. That's why. <laughs> Does that mean I think he's supposed? To, yeah, to hit, I think take, he's still supposed to be a heel. Take ten shots before you go and do a promo, and then say, "Where are we at, Kansas City?" Oh yeah. <laughs> I think that was him being a heel. Okay, in, in sure. 2019. No, yeah, I really do. His eyes were Hogan really He was looking Jordan-esque. No. Hmm. Hogan is a he, he's forever a heel. So listen, he's gonna uh, say Roman Reigns ain't no Hall of Famer. Oh. <laughs> he's no Hall of Famer until he get two rings, baby. Um, oh my God. Um, Rick Shed Drew McIntyre. I really good match. Uh, you know, if you know, I'm you know, I'm gonna hate the finish, but I get it. Ricochet beat Drew minutes. too much. Ricochet beat Drew uh, two months ago in King of the Ring, getting this one back. I'm fine with it, whatever. Uh, Andrade versus Sin Cara, I don't think was as strong as their other matches. I will say that. I thought it was very. I yeah. thought Sin Cara was off the whole time. Well, you don't wrestle, man. You don't wrestle. He wrestle on the house shows. He wrestle nobodies. So. Maybe you just got to get back into the swing of things. But, yeah, it didn't seem that great of a match. But, you know, it, it got its time. It's definitely got time. Um, yeah, it was uh, – yeah, it got a lot of time. <laughs> it got, yeah, like, two commercial time. breaks. Every match yeah. this, on, on this show got, like, two commercial breaks. I mean, I'm sure – isn't that what you guys wanted? Matches? Um, we also yeah, had uh, – yeah. we also had a, a – uh, storyline that went through the whole show with Seth Rollins and Humberto Carrillo, who I thought they utilized pretty well during the show, all things considered. I had heard that he was on it, but I didn't know how they were going to utilize him. They did, but where do we go from here? It's kind of a question. Is it end up in like a steady Cedric Cedric spot where he's like he's hot for a couple of weeks and then he's gone for a couple of weeks. Like um and also you honestly, got I would have liked Seti in this spot, honestly. But yes, go me ahead. Me too. Um I, I I agree with you. That's actually a really good point. I, I do get and I do appreciate that they were introducing one of the new guys that they got with the draft. That was pretty mm-hmm. cool. But also yeah, was good. with Humberto, you also have Ricochet. And you can't really, you know, sell them as the same type of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean it's good to have the cruiserweights kind of now, you know, introducing them in a way that's uncruiserweight-esque and what better way is to do it than face the heavyweight champion. And and that they can hang the same way that they did with Cedric with with Drew and the and the other guys. Yeah, 100 um, percent Um so Humberto's basically threw a shot, did, did some spicy meals type of tactic with, with uh, Rollins earlier in the night. Rollins confronted him and said, you know, let let's do this you know, tonight, you know, on your first night and they had a match and I thought the match was really good. I thought Humberto really held his own. And I, th- I think Seth really does work well with um, guys that size. Like you've seen it with Finn Balor, you've seen mm-hmm. it with AJ Styles. Like he has really good matches with, with those types of guys. And this is no, this is no, uh, no different. I, I thought Humberto looked really well here. Also Seth kind of laying in the, the heel stuff a little bit thick. He's, he's laying in that he's a little damaged from, from the feet getting his head. Yeah, he's a little, little aggressive. Um, where does this fiend thing end? Because the crown jewel main event is crown jewel. It, definitely crown jewel. It ends right. It ends there, right? There has I, to be a winner. They're That's not <laughs> legitimately in the stipulation. He is going to beat Bray, and their internet is going to literally explode. Yeah, he is. He's going to tape his feet down or something or some stupid stuff like that. But it's it's definitely ending at uh 
He cannot beat Seth. It would not make sense here. I don't know why they would book this match either. It's like it they have completely blown this feud. Yeah. I don't know why they're doing it. He's on SmackDown. Why like why <laughs> continue? Really this? No reason. They're, they're, and again, this could be in, in this slot. This could, be, this, this could be Drew. This could be literally anybody in this slot. Ugh, I definitely wouldn't watch if it was Drew. It could be Andrade. Yeah. Yeah, it could be anyone. It could be Ken Shamrock. Oh, my God. Um, it could be KO. I mean, it could be anybody there. I, I don't know. Um, Lana, Rusev, Bobby Lashley. What would you, you, you think of that? You know what? Let's get into that another week. That's a lot of things to unpeel. And <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, well, this week they fought in a restaurant. And um, I, I do think Rusev is getting over. And I think this is Bobby's best character ever. <laughs> this is... This is going to make one hell of a video package is all I got to say. <laughs> you know what I like, though? I like that there, there's nothing else on this show like it. Yeah. Yeah. So they're so really giving them both an opportunity to kind of branch out and really get some attention towards them. It's it's something you, like you said, it's nothing on the show is like it. It kind of reminds me of the Naomi. Um, Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose type of deal. Um, that they kind of gave them. Yeah. A lot of country. So it's like, yeah, I, I agree with it. I agree. I like it. Uh, Cain Velasquez makes his Raw debut uh, to crickets. No one gave a shit about this. Uh, I, big fart sound for this segment. I, I if they're all the wrong people in the ring, <laughs> it just oh, started and got worse. <laughs> no, it actually started out fair with it started Heyman. Out really good. It started out good. I it's thought like Heyman's like, uh, you know, we're on SmackDown now. We can't be on Raw, but what would you do? Brock Lesnar showed up, and then Brock Lesnar. I, I'm thinking Brock Lesnar's going to show up, and then I'm like, oh yeah, he's on SmackDown. They can't yep. do that. Um, and then Shelton Benjamin comes out with the same shtick he's been doing for the last 15 years is that I'm Brock Lesnar's trainer and best friend and I'm Minnesota and et cetera, et cetera. He comes out and he says, like, what would you do if I bully you? And then Cain Velasquez comes out with the very uh, angry bachata. Um, His song and he comes out. It's terrible. It's like very ugh, whatever. He comes um, out. Cain Velasquez he starts like shadow boxing Shelton and does like these it's weird bad. flips, these weird, like have one opportunity flips. to really pop a crowd. And I'm surprised no one else worked through this entire thing. Cause you have one opportunity to impress, impress, hit has, something notable, please don't hit punches and throws. People know you can do that. Really suck. Really like hit a move on this guy. Come off the top rope. I don't care what you do, man. Like you have one opportunity to show out. Why would you do all those crummy moves? This has been a whiff since that press conference. I, I thought his, I thought his intro was was really solid, really good, really surprising. But that press conference, I was like, whoa, we're we're getting into dangerous territory here because he can't talk. Like he he can't like cut a promo at all. I thought Ray brought. I think Ray's been bringing it in this feud, but I think this feud makes Ray Ray Mysterio look absolutely weak. This should be Ray Brock, not Kane Brock. I don't know what they're thinking here. I agree. They're like I agree Ray, like why if I if I get my ass beat and my son gets you know injured by another man, I'm not going to Mills and saying, "Yo, Mills, can you handle this for me?" What kind of story is this? It just boggles my mind. Like he's not over. I don't think anyone knows who Tyson Fury or Kane Velasquez is. Yeah, I don't think uh, anyone cares particularly. They, they're not they're really. Not, they're not getting over at all. The they they don't really jump out the screen to me, to be honest with you. He put Sheldon in a sleeper hole. I was like, what? Yeah, I was like, what? 
Anyone can do that. That's why I'm like, yo, you have one opportunity in press and you do all these things. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, you know, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I'm very. I'm, oh, I'm this is extremely very... hot take. This is a hot take. I think Tyson Fury is going to actually get over at Crown Jewel. Maybe. I don't think Cain Velasquez is going to get over at all. No, I think it's going to be a tough day in the office for Brock. Um, and I think it'll be very, very short. So that, that statue, worry about. that statue after the Kane match, start building it for Brock. <laughs> That's a fact. Um, um, Street Profits, Street Profits uh, had the main event this, this week. Shout out to the Street Profits. Shout out to them. They came out with the main event. We were suckered into a six-man tag. That never happened. I hate when they do that. Yeah, they always do that. Very weird. But it was probably the better way to bring KO KO out, to be honest with you. I think the surprise of KO would have immediately been flattened by like a 25-minute match. So (laughs) when you come out and and just have that moment, that pop moment at the end of the show, I think it was way more, it was way better decision than actually having him in the match. And and here we go with AJ and KO again. (laughs) You know what's what's, what's funny about it? You know what's funny about KO is that he's literally faced everyone. He's faced everyone like twice. Yeah, he's literally been there so long that he's faced everyone. And everyone I don't except Brock. Everyone except Brock, and everyone except like the new guys. Like, I think KO well, well KO Ricochet can't happen, so that's not going to happen now. Like uh, everyone but the faces, I think he's faced. Like Drew McIntyre could probably happen, but he's done that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just really weird. I, I thought it was a really solid main event. I think Street Profits are going to do freaking great. On Raw, I think they're over. I think people enjoy them. I'm glad they're finally wrestling and not talking. So, shout outs to them. Um, I want to talk about Alistair before we wrap up really quick. What do you, what is it? What are they building to? Because AJ is going to be with KO. Seth in the Universal Title that's wrapped up at least until uh, Royal Rumble. I don't think he's losing it until Mania, honestly. Um, what, what are they? What, what's Alistair going to do on this show other than beat people up? You want to? You want my real real answer? Is it going to be? Am I going to hate it? Am I going to like? You might, you might. All right, what is it? He gonna do nothing until the rumble. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's fine too. I mean, the the Viking Raiders beat people for six months. He's gonna do nothing until the rumble. They are in this weird slump season where you know ratings, World Series, NFL, all types of things. They don't really do anything of any major thing. But I think he'll get a major opportunity in the Royal Rumble. But I think in terms of a program, he may get a match at TLC. I'll say that like he may get a match similar to something like a Cesaro match where he had it's kind of like an exhibition. Um, He may get one of those matches. He may end up on a Survivor Series team, to be quite honest with you, which would kick ass. Um, But you know what? What's funny about that is that like it's just like the tag team gauntlet thing at Crown Jewel. Look who's in that match. Viking Raiders. Undefeated. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Alice, it's just like remember Oscar was on the, the, the Survivor Series team. Yeah, undefeated. She won. Yeah, yeah, she won by herself. So, so you know, whatever they build Alistair for, we'll see. Yeah, I don't think anything of note or anything of sort until the Rumble and after. Um, but Survivor Series, I could see him just let's start the journey there and have him like kick a couple people out, um, you know, simultaneously maybe. So yeah, that's what I think they're doing with Alistair. All right. So, um, do we have any hot takes? Are we, are we saving some? You know what? Let's save them for next week. All right, uh, we'll do. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll have more week. hot takes. So we we put out a tweet earlier where we said if you had WWE 2K20, let us know your hot takes. Let us know your review. Yeah, let's give everybody a week. 
yeah, we will we will run those reviews and we'll we'll talk about it next week when I've had a chance to play it with Mark. Uh, when when we you know you've had a chance to play it as well. I know some people are digging into it right now. Give us a week, give me a week, and and we'll we'll talk about it on our hot tech segment next week. But you can also give us our give us our uh, your uh, your round takes, your Cain Velasquez hot takes, and uh, let me know what you think they're going to do with Alistair Black. Yeah, uh, let us know all that. Um... You know, the link is in, of course, the link is in the description. So please feel free to uh, get busy. Yes, sir. Um, yeah. But, so the, yeah. the profits are up and the Kings of Podcasts are back. I'm back on the show. We're, we're, we're rolling through another Survivor Series, uh, you know, build up. But next week, we will be talking about SmackDown, which is the go home show <laughs> for Crown Jewel. It's so weird how this is happening. No, SmackDown is. No, sm- uh, Crown Jewel. Well, Crown SmackDown Crown Jewel's on a Thursday. It's on a Thursday, but the only the only way they're going to be able to do the go home for the SmackDown based matches because they're having oh, the face to face. They're having the face to face. But um, we'll we'll have both we'll have both shows under our belt. So yeah. we just won't talk about Crown Jewel. So yeah, I, I might watch it. I don't know. What yeah, no, I'm, I watch it. We just won't talk about it next week because it yeah. wouldn't have happened yet. But yeah, um, for sure, we definitely got all of that. So please submit all of that. And uh, yeah, yeah, Until that's episode one hundred five. Yeah, yeah. Um, wait, I want to let people know. Please, RSPN is having a contest. Yes, they're giving away two free Swingman jerseys. That's two. That's free. That's Swingman. That means you have double the chance to win this because they're giving away two. Not to say that you can win two, but you'll have a better chance at getting one because they're giving away two. So this contest lasts until Friday. To enter, it's very simple. There is a post on RNC Radio Live. Guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to pin that post right now. So it will be at the top of the RNC Radio Live feed. If you follow RNC Radio Live, if you retweet that tweet, you will be entered in a chance to win a Swingman jersey. They will be giving away two. That means your chances of winning one are double. What a, what a sell. What a sell there. They need to pay you for that. I'd listen. Listen, I'll, we'll talk to Mark about the, the monetary thing. But yes, please, please enter. It's a, it's a fun contest that they're doing for RSPN. Make sure you listen to RSPN every Tuesday on the RNC Radio Live Network. Um, also coming up this week, we have actually coming this Thursday this week, you have a new episode of Mount Silver podcast where we'll be talking about Woo. Pokemon X and Y. Um, we're getting closer and closer to the release of Sword and Shield. Um, we got one more episode left after this and we'll do Sun and Moon. And then, you know, I know how much you want to talk about that. Absolutely. Um, Call me. <laughs> so we'll definitely get into all of that. We've got um, we got the debut of the First Responders podcast. Yes. Cam. So proud of center stage. So proud of Um, if you if you're looking for our first, you know, not our first, but like, you know, music podcast, definitely check that out. Um, We have late fees. I believe it dropped last week. It it dropped on Monday. Yeah, it dropped on Monday. Mm -hmm. It's a short episode. Um, My my brain is still on Fridays for late fees, but it dropped on Monday this week. Um, So we have late fees that also dropped this week. We have the War Report, which comes out every Friday. 
Um, so you can check out what's happening on the Wednesday shows on the War Report. We have It's a Challenge as me and my friend Maggie review every episode of the Challenge War Worlds 2 leading up to the finale. So you can check that out as well. And what else do we got going on? Perfect Play returns this week. Perfect Play returns this Friday on the RNC Radio Network. So make sure you tune in. Huey's back. He's got more, lots of more things with culture going on, all the other stuff like that. So make sure you tune in to Perfect Play. They'll be doing some stuff with RSPN too. We got a whole bunch of stuff coming, a whole bunch of stuff new coming. So stay tuned. RNC Radio Live. All right, that was a great wrap up. We have so many shows. I could have never done that without literally dying. So uh, once again, thank you guys. We'll see you next Wednesday on the A Show. We'll be talking about the latest and greatest in pro wrestling. Thank you for listening. Once again, for meals, I'm Justin. Peace out. Have you came up with a new s- slogan since Kofi's not changing? No, I'm just going to say happy Rusev Day. I'm, I'm in support of Rusev in his quest against alternate universe moose. Infidelity. There you go. <laughs> Infidelity. Right. You know, Moose and Bobby Lashley got the same gimmick. Do they? It's kind of like, you know, body guys with white women. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> we'll All right. see you guys well, next week. <laughs> happy Rusev Day. <laughs>